You know, on Tokyo on Fire, we are constantly focusing on the economy, the Japanese economy, and in particular, the administration's efforts to boost the economy to get Japan out of this recurring recession. This has been going on for 20 years. Tourism is on the rise. Exports are down. Exports are up. They're giving us different numbers. It looks like Japan has once again fallen into recession, Michael. Yeah, this week we saw, uh, on the earlier part of this week, we were told that once again, the economy shrank in the in the, uh, the July to September quarter. Uh, that the shrinkage was the second quarter in a row, so we're technically in a recession. Mm -hmm. so, this week, a whole bunch of different commentators have been saying, "Aha, Abenomics is not working," or "Yes, this is actually just demonstrative of the way it is working. Right. It's just working in a funny way." There's been a lot of debate. Uh, my sense is that you have. Basically, headwinds that you're still fighting. One is the tax rise that was done with the consumption tax. We have to look forward to that happening again the next time the consumption tax is raised. And this week, the ruling party got together again to try to figure out how much it should be raised on certain items. Right. But overall, we have here in Japan a, a demographic collapse going on. The number, total number of the working population has been receding for several years now. That is going to cause some kind of limitation on the ability of the economy to respond to anything. Now, we have, even though we have a recession, this is one of the things that folks pointed out, we have at the same time the extremely low unemployment. Unemployment has fallen from 4.3% when Abe came into office to now 3.4%. Uh, and over the last six months, when supposedly this recession was kicking in, right. unemployment went from went up by one tenth of one percent. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a tiny, tiny number. So that okay, it's a recession, but it doesn't really look like one. It doesn't really feel like one. It's just there in the numbers, and that's basically because there are fewer and fewer people. And at that point, even if you have shrinkage. You know, on a per-person basis, on a person-on-the-street basis, you may not feel it at all. I right. think part of it, too, is that we need to expand some of these concepts. Uh, womenomics, for one. Timothy and I went to hear a talk on womenomics, and what was on offer there wasn't anything particularly new. And now I've been here long enough that I've heard of all the talk about getting more women in the workplace after they have children right. or the, in the corporate suite by 2020, 30%. And let's enlarge that to, to really look at what, what are people motivated by? Because I wonder too, if it's not just about women, I wonder if maybe men and women don't want to put in these excessively long hours and they, they yeah. want higher quality of life. Right. Uh, maybe they want just a certain standard of living. Maybe they're sort of happy with kind of floating along. Mm -hmm. The Japan, the go-go Japan of decades ago is, is never going to come back. I don't, I don't have any sense of that happening. But of course, you can't have a collapse and there is going to be a decline in the population. But I, I just wonder if there ought to be more of a kind of reaching out to people to find out really what are you thinking because too many of the 
conferences I go to, it's people talking from the stage right. and then a huge crowd listening. And you don't have a whole lot of interaction. You have a lot of exchange of business cards. But right. it's, it's just sort of taking a sense of where are we as a country. And, and, but I see people working long, long hours. I, I wonder about the efficiency. And that will come up, of right. course, occasionally. But I think the big bugaboo is the work-life balance. Because without it, you will not be able to thrive and have a sense of, I want to start a family. Mm -hmm. You've got to have that. Absolutely. Well, this kind of falls into your ballywick too, that the, the government can walk the walk, but they've got to talk the talk, too. And it seems like this branding uh, that, that is promoted by the Japanese government about having a quality of life, having quality of, of education, having a, um, a lifestyle that supports, you know, having a family, um, it doesn't, it's not supported, and this is the talk that you and I uh, joined on, uh, mm. I think it was Monday. Mm -hmm. um, the numbers don't show that. They show that the, the workforce is fragmented. There are full-time workers, and then there are part-time workers, like we were talking about the their application for the, the terrorist expert. Oh, three days a week you can work for us, but that's not full-time and it doesn't include benefits. Yeah, and, and since Abe became prime minister, the number of full-time workers has still fallen. Uh, Abenomics has not addressed that issue, mm -hmm. which is to get more people into the permanent workforce. What has happened instead is that two million people now work more, now work part-time. More right. women are working, more women but, are but doing, most, right. most of those positions are part-time. Mm -hmm. Now, that there might be a transition period that we are in where finally the number of permanent positions being offered is now turning, but we're not seeing it, we've not seen improvements. Uh, the number of people on public assistance right. since Abe became into, into power, it's gone up. Oh yeah. Okay, right. The number of people who have no savings, the percentage of people who have zero in their in their savings accounts, who live from paycheck to paycheck, right. that number has increased mm -hmm. by five percentage points in this short period of time. So that Abenomics, while it has a great effect upon corporate life, right. and, and part of what you're talking about, work-life balance, those persons who are working those long hours are actually being rewarded. They're getting, yeah. may not be getting a lot more in wages, but they're getting big bonus payouts, mm. the people who are in the major corporate sector. But even with that, the corporations have made out like bandits yeah. during this mm. period of time. Mm -hmm. the, when Mr. Abe came into power, they, were, they had about 270 trillion. That was, at the time, that was $2.7 trillion, 270 trillion yen in retained earnings, which is just money it's sitting just in the up, bank right? at corporates. In the three years that has since passed, that amount has gone from 270 trillion to 340 trillion. It is just, mm -hmm. they're just piling it up and putting it away, and it's not going into the corp. It's not going to the workers. It's not going to the shareholders, and no, no surprise with money going just right into the bank where it just sits. Mm -hmm. The economy of, is is in the doldrums now. Mr. Abe has nothing in his up his sleeve to get that change. So the social change is important, balance, work-life balance, but we got some real numbers issues. Right? Well, how about uh, another handled. discussion we went to recently about the sharing economy mm -hmm. and using technology and really creating different definitions of what do we mean by economy? Because if you look at the origins, it's really household. Right. It really is your pocketbook. It's uh, your way of life. Mm -hmm. And so why not have a sort of more eco-friendly... <laughs> Uh, options here, uh, the way you would see the, the, the shared rides. I mean, of course, we have great public transportation, but 
bicycles or mm -hmm. even the use of uh, with renting. I mean, there's been discussion about Airbnb and right. uh, I, I could see that sort of flourishing, especially with young people, because what I'm hearing from young people is they don't want to go corporate. I mean, some do, but they really do want to create something that's an extension of sort of their their passion, almost like what you might call a hobby, which right. I guess to some parents would be horrifying to hear this because yeah. they think, how are you going to make a living? But they're very clever, the born into the mm -hmm. internet types. Right. And uh, if they were given sort of as part of the educational structure here, these different options to show how there are parallel economies, I think that would really be valuable because mm. So much of the econ talk, whether it's Abenomics or GDP, it's very macro. And micro or hybrid, collective, co-op, right. these are new terms. The, the NGO and the MPO sector, these are sort of naturals uh, for a lot of women, too. But, I mean, young men, too. It's, mm -hmm. it's just that in the United States, a lot more women wanted to go the nonprofit, the so-called third sector. Right. And I don't hear a lot of that being discussed except for people maybe who are into the high tech mm -hmm. and the digital economy, but I'd like to see that more. Well, you're you're, you would have to undo decades and decades of social and corporate policy in order to get to that kind of economy. Okay, now, well. well the, the, you're, I mean, <laughs> well, basically what anyone would want to have is a permanent position. That's and, what they want, and, and there is value in just that. I mean, not, it, not It's an actual values. asset. Right. You, it's one way of showing that you are a person of standing, good standing yeah. within the social media. Know, and yeah. it's almost impossible to yeah. fire someone. Yeah. Right. right. Almost impossible. So that once you have achieved that level, you're going to say, okay, I don't have to really make a huge amount of effort, oh. but I make just enough in, and watch what everybody else is stay, doing. Stay calm. Stay down, yeah. stay wow, calm. Wow, that's so don't entrepreneurial. That's, oh, it, but, it's, but, it's, and and yeah. then entrepreneurialism is, is absolutely stamped out by that system yeah. because not only is being obedient and quiet and you know, don't not the boat. Don't, yeah, don't, don't. That's why I'm thriving here. Everything you've just described. Oh, me, obedient and compliant. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know when we're going to get yanked from the show. <laughs> no, you realize I'm thriving because I'm Professor Emeritus. I have retired early, mm -hmm. which is why Japan is very good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But for the for many Japanese workers, though, I think it's very challenging. I met a Japanese woman last night who was sort of in between jobs, it was like jaw-dropping to me because that's so rare, Very rare when you right. hear anything mm -hmm. like that. And I knew it would probably cause a little angst because you're a so little? defined. Yeah. A little? Yes. <laughs> right. You're defined so much by your by job, your, by job, your, your business title. card. That's right. And the other thing, too, is that uh, it's not equal pay for the same kind of work or labor that you're performing. That's if you right. are well, the, legally, there's no requirement that you be paid that way. Right. So the the, the gap is different. So it, once you check out of society and you're not the 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 regular employee, you know, full time employee, and you've got the business card, and you go off, and maybe you're working three days a week here and two days a week someplace else. It's it's really really difficult, and uh, you have some hard choices to make. And even if you wanted to be, you you had 
done a few years as a corporate life and you wanted to become an mm. entrepreneur. Yeah. Who in their right mind would want to be one in this country? If you could, let's say you start opening an office, right? Mm. All right, and you hire someone, you hire a second person, and you realize that first person really was is, was a bad decision. Right. Under the labor laws, there's nothing you can do. Right. You yeah. can't fire that person. Why? Yeah. Well, you must have cause. You have to have, you know, real legitimate, you know, demonstrable cause. I'm you firing you. You can't do an at-will contract. Oh no, there's no, so no, common. no oh, there's really? no okay. at-will contracts. Are so that that immediately yet. makes if you leave the corporate sector and try to start your own business, mm -hmm. you're insane. Yes. <laughs> you're certifiable. <laughs> because there is no way that you're going to be able unless you have a very wealthy family and the ability to sit on whatever it is you're doing for a long time, building up your employee base very slowly, checking them out one by one until you know everything about that person before you ever give but them a contract. But aren't people making the connections then between that risk averse, that sort of lack of where you have to, you can't fire anyone. Right. Make the connection between that and this sort of stagnant, this sure, sort of recession. Sure, that's what the government is talking about with labor reform. But okay. the moment you talk about that, everybody who has a permanent position says they're coming for us. Yes. Oh. Well, well not only that, I mean, there right. are groups that are collecting um, young, young fellows who are starting their companies, taking them to Silicon Valley for, uh, yes. for study groups and bringing them back. So there are a lot of people that are trying to, to enrich the environment here because there is talent here. There and I'd like ideas. to give a little shout out to the Tomodachi mm -hmm. initiative, which I think is terrific because that came out of Operation Tomodachi and Ambassador Roos wanted to put something in place. The predecessor mm -hmm. to Ambassador Kennedy wanted to put in place a public-private partnership and it's Japanese companies mm -hmm. that have really taken the lead here and you are having now these right. young people going to Silicon Valley going to spend a summer at Stanford learning about an entrepreneurial economy that is really a mm -hmm. great model that yeah. I think should be replicated well sometimes it works and sometimes the Japanese government or any government kind of gets it right but not quite and sometimes some idea like that is usurped by some powerful force. I mean, look what's happened with Cool Japan or yeah. Cool Biz. You know, these kinds of these kinds of things. Sometimes they have great ideas, they have a great concept, mm -hmm. and in implementation or in the fruition, some of the the better parts of it are plucked away and, mm -hmm. and stolen by you know the powerful people who have been participating from the beginning. Well, the the idea of that we have to get labor law legislation, we have to get going on it, was one of the reasons why there was supposed to be an extraordinary diet That's session right. this fall mm -hmm. in order to prepare for the next year and get it out of the way. Right. But we're not going to have that session. Mm -hmm. the, the Abe government is refusing to accept the request from the opposition parties right now. Let's open up the diet. Let's get going on legislation. Let's work on this. They say, no, we're going to start. Immediately after the new year, we'll open up, but we're not going to do anything. And so these issues of labor law, which were the which were the subject that was supposed to be discussed this fall, shelved, shelved, right? I think it's because they go from Halloween right into Christmas. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, two very famous traditional <laughs> Japanese, and holidays. you have to have Christmas music from that date, from November first right. on. Listen, getting back to your point about you know changing tradition and 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 hundreds of years of of a, a corporate dynamic. Um, the, the government's role in, in crafting the story and kind of opening the doors is, is so important. And once again, sometimes they get it right and sometimes they don't. But they do need to walk the walk 
and talk the talk. There's an example where I think they kind of got it wrong, and that is in trying to get women into the upper corporate levels of, of Japanese society. Uh, that was um, a, a great idea that didn't have much wind in it. They put aside in the budget uh, the equivalent of one million U.S. dollars, a special fund that a corporation could apply for in order to promote women mm -hmm. and the hiring of women. A million dollars. And are amazed that... How many takers were there? One. There was one. So that means... One application. And in, in one that, year. In one year, one corporation actually applied for the funding. And the funding, it, it, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. Yes. So we've had more same-sex applicants to the Shibuya uh, mayor's office then, to get the certificate than we've had to this $1 million budget right, yes. to get but training that, that for That they women. even thought of this mm -hmm. and that thought that any company, the, 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 the award, initial award to each company was 300,000 yen, which is $3,000. Right. You're going to change your hiring practices to get $3,000 from the government? Right. Yeah, yeah, not. No. <laughs> so, the, so, uh, the, so that the match between the rhetoric, that's the, right, the, 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 where you, and the, uh, the image that you're trying to create, that you're trying these new ideas, and the actual output sometimes is just pretty embarrassing how, right. how disparate those things Let's are. Let's hope there won't be just one applicant for the three day. Uh, work week for the terrorism. <laughs> yes, expert. that would be interesting to see yeah. who, who signs up. I imagine there are a lot of people who yeah, potentially qualify. Sure. Um, yeah, I know. But uh, you've got to imagine that diplomats and, and businessmen live overseas and their sons grow up in, in uh, these countries. And every once in a while, some of them are going to be, you know, turned a little bit differently. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a stretch, but... Well, now that that position has been promoted all over the world, the person yeah. who fills it will be immediately interviewed by the press. Exactly. And who wants that? Yeah. Well, it's not even an applicant that must be Japanese if you looked at the qualifications. They just recommended that you speak Japanese or not? Uh, no, the oh. Japanese, uh, they recommended that you speak English, right? And well, then probably I could apply. one of the. Yes, you could. I think you'd be a top candidate, <laughs> Dr. Snow. Um, before we wrap this thing up, the numbers for, I mean, Internally, the Japanese are going through a lot of different issues and, and problems, but a lot of tourism, I mean, the, the spike mm -hmm. in tourism tells us that other people, especially in, in Southeast Asia, are recognizing Japan as a, a great bargain and a great place to visit. Uh, the, and not only Southeast Asia, East Asia as a whole. Four million Chinese have already landed here this year, the first time any national group has exceeded four million visitors. So it visitors. was doubled, wasn't it? It so was doubled over the year. year That's year, right. It was double the number of Chinese and, tourists. And then, well, and this is despite the fact that the, that the Chinese government and the Japanese government are supposedly still at loggerheads, though mm -hmm. we've seen some improvements in relations recently. Uh, however, in terms of tourism, Japan is at least in the Abenomics presentation, right. that part of the presentation is going gangbusters. That's going great. I mean, he initially said by yeah. 2020, I'd like to see tourism flow beyond 20 million. Right. And he's going to hit that perhaps uh, five years by, earlier. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're not hearing any bad stories that's out right. there, yeah. really. I mean, that's a huge jump. And you can go to certain parts of Tokyo where you can hear a lot of Chinese being yeah. spoken. Like but, right outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But, but that's terrific. Yeah, that I think it, it, we're in a large enough place that the carrying capacity is mm -hmm. for more people. Right. Well, tourism is one of the things that Abe is expecting to boost uh, the economy so that we get six trillion by twenty twenty five. And it might have a very significant. Not people. <laughs> not, not not people. <laughs> they would be coming from other dimensions. They would space, be coming. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But tourism has always been an underplayed part of Japanese life and mm -hmm. Japanese economy, especially when you compare it to some place like France, right. which right. which had five times as many yeah, arrivals right. in, a, in a typical yeah. year. And all power to Mr. Abe and all power mm -hmm. to the people mm -hmm. who are coming here. Well, let's it, hope it continues. And yeah. uh, I mean, we live here, so we're we're strong on Japan. We want to see yes. the, the economy grow. We want to see the uh, prime minister's economic or revitalization win, and we want to see a, a you know a, a, a world that comes and see comes by. Yeah. Yes, come by, stop yeah. by on your way to Asia. Have a stop off here. Spend your this money is here. your gateway. Thank you. <laughs>